Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Donald Trump settles on his negative message about Joe Biden for now. Plus, Biden's vice presidential pick, the scrutiny, is getting very intense specifically for one of his options. And finally, what about those enhanced unemployment benefits that ran out on Friday? Is Congress getting its act together? Hi, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is The Daily D.C. You'll recall that the Trump campaign pulled down its advertising last week in a moment of regrouping. The campaign pointed to the fact that there was a new campaign manager. Bill Stepien is in charge now after Brad Parscale was demoted and that it was this moment for the new leader of the organization to take a broad look at its advertising strategy. So they went quiet and dark, not very usual for the summer heading into the fall campaign season. And today rolled out some of the new ads that are part of this newly retooled effort. Now, the new message about Joe Biden looks a lot like the old message about Joe Biden. Not at all clear that the Trump campaign will find new success with it, but it is clear that the Trump campaign is sort of doubling down on the notion that Joe Biden is a puppet of the radical left. And no matter what you think of him, voting for him means that you are voting for socialist, very far left ideas like those that come from Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez or Bernie Sanders or the like. Here's the latest from the Trump campaign. Joe Biden has embraced the policies of the radical left. Trillions in new taxes, crushing middle-class families. If you elect me, your taxes are going to be raised, not cut. Amnesty for 11 million illegal immigrants. Citizenship for 11 million undocumented folks. Reducing police funding. Yes, absolutely. The radical left has taken over Joe Biden and the Democratic Party. Don't let them take over America. So we'll see if this gains any traction. Biden has a longtime sort of public image as a more moderate, not a very radical left politician, though he clearly in the course of the Democratic primary fight where he was sort of being pushed to the left in many ways and is now running on what would be perhaps one of the most progressive platforms ever for a Democrat to be elected on. But the notion that he is somehow outside of the mainstream of his party or to the far left, I think may be a tough sell. Take a look also at the map of where these ads are running. Georgia, North Carolina, Florida, Arizona, Yes, these are competitive battleground states, but the fact that the Trump campaign is spending money on advertising in Georgia, in Arizona, these are Republican-leaning battleground states. And yes, they've been trending away from Republicans in recent years, but my God, this is a very defensive position, even as they try to go on the offense with this negative message against Joe Biden couple other things to make sure you know about today. Joe Biden's vice presidential search. This is decision week for him. They say the announcement will come next week, but this is the week that Joe Biden will make up his mind. And Karen Bass, the congresswoman from California, from the L.A. area, who would be 
brand new to the national political spotlight if she is tapped, is dealing with a ton of scrutiny on her record and her words about Fidel Castro at the time of his death, her travels to Cuba. Well, she hit the Sunday TV show circuit yesterday. She sat down with NBC's Chuck Todd on Meet the Press to answer some of these attacks. Lesson learned. Wouldn't do that again. Talked immediately to my colleagues from Florida and realized that that was something that just shouldn't have been said. One, don't consider myself a Castro sympathizer. Number two, my position on Cuba is really no different than the position of the uh, Obama administration. Frankly, I believe the Republicans have decided to brand the entire Democratic Party as socialists and communists, so I'm not surprised. It's not the best position to be in as a potential VP contender to already have to be cleaning things up and admitting error and saying you wouldn't do something again. But clearly, Karen Bass is trying to dampen some of this opposition research out there and uh, show her ability to push back on it or address it to the Biden folks as they are in the final stages of this decision. And finally, our colleague Phil Mattingly up on Capitol Hill just reported in that as the negotiators, the four negotiators, Treasury Secretary Mnuchin, Chief of Staff at the White House, Mark Meadows, Speaker Nancy Pelosi, and Minority Leader in the Senate, Chuck Schumer, went into Speaker Pelosi's office. Meadows was asked if there should be any expectations that this group is going to actually come forward with some kind of an agreement out of this meeting. Meadows' response to that was, quote, None yet. So don't hold your expectations high, but do know that the pressure is mounting on these members. And Mitch McConnell, who's largely been staying on the sidelines to let the White House and the Democrats try to figure out if there's a middle ground here, watch for him to start getting more and more involved in this. Because as folks who are in very, very tough campaigns for re-election to the United States Senate go home and feel that pressure, so too will they apply that pressure to Mitch McConnell to get something done on this enhanced unemployment benefit that has expired. The economic pain is simply too great for millions of Americans for Congress not to come to some sort of deal here. Watch how that pressure impacts these negotiations this week. That does it for this edition of Daily DC. Thank you so much for listening. Talk to you again tomorrow.